Bring in more revenue while saving money and differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack vying to win those guests by becoming more environmentally friendly. We will show you how easy it is and how cheap it can be, if not free, and share all the opportunities available. So join us each week as we take another step along the green path. That's one more step to differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack. The Green Path Podcast is kindly sponsored by Sustonica, the first sustainability certification for vacation rentals that audits homes on their environmentally friendly setup, installs smart measuring tools for water, gas and electricity, and offers an iPad for guests to see their real-time consumption levels. Learn more at sustonica.com. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Green Path Podcast. As you will have learned from previous episodes, this podcast isn't just about what to do with your property to be cleaner and greener. It's how you run your business too, and all that's involved with that, including your digital carbon footprint. Yes, that's a thing. Today, my guest is Kaylee from Kakadu Creative to share all the things that they do and also to explain what's a digital carbon footprint. Hello, Kaylee. How are you? I'm good, Deborah. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Kaylee, I want to start off with why Kakadu Creative? Being an Aussie, I saw the name and I thought, wait a second, Kakadu, what's she talking about, Kakadu? Why Kakadu Creative? So um, when Lee and I, so Lee's, Lee's my other half of my business partner, when we decided to set the business up, um, we wanted a name that had some connection to what we do. You know, we're a, a design, branding, creative agency. Um, and we didn't just want it to be some whizzy word. So we spent quite a lot of time really trying to understand or research really into the history of, of creative design and visual communication and where it all came from. Um, and I just happened to be sort of in, investigating and researching that, that subject and found that actually the very first forms of human visual communication are cave paintings. That was how we told stories, you know, in the earliest mm. times drawing on the wall and all the rest of it and then um, and so we looked into okay well you know where did this start and there were three locations there's one in France there's one that I always forget and then there was Kakadu National Park mm. um and I came home and I, I said to Lee look I was thinking about this what do you think and then um, and we both we both really loved Kakadu we thought it really it had some fun and dynamism to the name but also it had a real story and a connection mm. and so so that was where it came from so so the name connects the modern form of visual communication to the very earliest forms of, of, of what we do. Yeah, Fabulous. Like and it's always yeah. great. It's always great to have a story behind the name. Great story. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kaylee, can you please tell me how did how and when did you start on your green journey? Obviously, your green journey um, is part of your business, but how yeah. did you start on that? Um, to be to be fair, it's, it's going to sound like a really weird thing for it to have, have t- triggered it, but my mum got breast cancer, mm-hmm. um, and and it sounds quite an odd thing to connect to, but um, oh, oh, she's adopted, so we don't know our family history. So I was looking into, okay, well, what do I need to do to reduce my risks? Because I don't know if it's hereditary or not. Um, and so I I found that there were lots of different types of food that can increase your risk obviously we know about smoking alcohol and all the rest of it but a lot of the time we don't think about actually the food we eat so we started to cut out meat processed meat cheeses all the rest of it and and then as I started to to go on a vegetarian and then vegan journey 
as part of that, which what started as a health process, actually I soon became um, aware of the impact that animal agriculture has on the environment. Mm. And then as I started to become more aware of that, I started to become much more aware of everything else that we do as a human society that is causing such huge impact on the environment and causing climate change and, and biological collapse and all of that stuff and it just started to become something that I couldn't I couldn't ignore mm. um, and likewise for Lee we, you know we've sat there and we're like well what can we what can we do um and obviously there's lots of things you can do in your personal life but we felt like well every day we're going to work we were both working for a large corporate publishing company um that's that were multinational selling millions billions of magazines across the world and Lee was in the design department, I was in sales and marketing, and my whole job every day was to go in and help advertisers sell products to people that they didn't really need. <laughs> you know, I was working in, in the parenting sector and I just remember being in a meeting and we were talking about the content for the next issue. And um, so I don't know if you can hear the dog clip popping in the back. <laughs> Um, yeah, we were talking about the content for the upcoming issues and it was about, you know, when should you have a second child and all then the best prams to buy and the things you need to be a good parent. And I just sat there and I thought, this isn't right. You know, this isn't, what am I doing? Mm. Um, and so I just got more and more disheartened with, with what I was doing every day. I was helping huge corporates sell stuff to people that they didn't need, especially in the parenting sector, tell, telling parents they weren't a good enough parent if they didn't have the latest whizzy gadget or posh yeah. pram. And it just it just didn't sit right. Um, yeah. And so we talked about it and, and I said, look, I just can't, I can't do this. I can't, it can't just all be about money. It, this, this can't be what life is about. Mm. Um, and so we decided, okay, well, we've got such complementing skills. We have a, such a great network around us of creative people. Let's do something different. Let's go and, and build our own company. Let's go and do what we want to do for the type of people we want to do it for. And, and yeah, and that was, that was what led us to this point today, really. Wow. So the big question is then, if you are a creative agency, how did you bring what you learned or, or, or what do you do within your agency that is greener or cleaner or more sustainable? Yeah, so a really good question. And actually the things that we do in our business are things that, that any business can do. Mm -hmm. Um but it's interesting in that we didn't actually bring this, we didn't talk about the stuff for the first couple of years of our, our business journey because we sound stupid to say this now, but um we thought it would put people off. Actually, mm. talking about this stuff has been one of the best things because not only has it connected us to the types of people we want to work with, but it's also helped us to raise awareness in the business community. So some of the key things we've done is we've been really conscious about our energy usage, so reducing it where we can, but also um, using a green energy provider. Mm. Um, so all of our energy is, is renewable energy and green, and green gas. Um, we use sustainable um, hosting for our websites that we host and the websites that we build. Um, we we are a paperless office. We do all of our meetings through Zoom and all of our presentations are through Zoom and things like that. So we're not printing off lots of material. We're not driving lots of lots of um, creating all of these extra carbon emissions. And there's lots of little things that, that we do that all add up to a bigger impact. Even things like the, the tech I'm talking to you on right now is all refurbished tech. Mm -hmm. there's, there's all of these tiny, minute decisions that we make through a business that actually all add up. And actually, when you start to think about the things that we can all do, there's a lot that we mm. can do. Mm. Um, but sometimes I think it can be quite overwhelming for businesses to think, oh, God, I, I've got this this organization. I've got this 
rental property or I've got this service like based business and I want to make it sustainable but there's so much to do and I've always said to people just choose one thing even yeah. if it's one thing a month or one thing a week whatever you can do choose that one thing and change it and then once you've got that done change the next thing and the next thing because exactly like you said you know it's the green path it's the green journey it is a journey to sustainability no one is perfect but we mm. can all do something mm. um so yeah so, so that's that's and, we've, we've and each step in each step it doesn't need to be a big one it can be a small one as you said yeah. you know, a green uh, hosting service green uh, power green electricity they're yeah. just one phone call away exactly but that's just one step one phone call for one step and then yeah. you're on to the next one so yeah. Um, yeah it's small steps and then it starts to add up and exactly. i like the, i like the way you mentioned about uh, in the beginning, you know, you thought, oh, it's a, not, you didn't say it's a dirty word, but, uh, you know, I try to avoid the word sustainability <laughs> because people are like, mm, uh, no, uh. but I think we do need to talk more about it. And and when you do talk about it, you realize that there are other people who are interested in and that, and then all of a sudden you've got some support behind you and yeah. the work is getting out further and further. And, and that's basically everyone's goal here now to get help spread yeah. the word. And yeah. um, and show people that it's not a scary task, small steps. And I think it's really important to understand as well. I, I think a lot of the time we're told that sustainable choices are expensive or mm. they're, they're things to do because it's good, not because it will return. And, and they're, they're things to do to make yourself feel good, not because they're good for business. But people want to work with ethical providers. They want to buy ethical products. They want to know that the money they're spending with the companies they're choosing to spend it with is doing good and that need or that desire is just growing all the time you look at any any surveys or anything around the decisions that people make when they're buying and obviously price and quality are always up there they will always mm. be up there but ethical considerations are becoming really key in people's buying process so it's not just that we need to do it because it's good for the environment we need to do it because it's good for business and those that don't will start to be left behind and mm -hmm. um, but i think the big thing about it is that it needs to be it needs to be um god what's the word it, it needs to be authentic you know we're not talking greenwash your business mm. because that's what mm. people want to see you need to do it because you actually believe in it because people will see that and they'll also see through it when you're greenwashing yeah so that's a really important thing to and that will backfire well. Yeah, definitely. In in terms of uh, the short term rental industry, you know, if 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 someone is saying their property is green and uh, a guest books that property because oh wow it's a sustainable property and they go along and it's not oh that's going to backfire bad. Yeah, but you're right. Also, you know, you're going to get left behind unless you start on this journey. You are going to get left behind. Not it's not just all the providers. It's also the guests that are looking for um, these greener properties. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in terms of the online travel agencies, the OTAs, Airbnb, Booking.com, they will put filters and you will get left behind if yeah. you're not, you know, you don't have a badge or an accreditation or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, um, as part of the intro, I mentioned the digital carbon footprint. So yeah. you're going to teach us about what does that mean? <laughs> Can you please explain what is it and of how course. can we clean it up yes of course so it, it's something that actually most people don't know so if you're if you're watching this right now and you're like oh my god I didn't know about this don't worry you're not alone <laughs> so many people have no idea that this this is a, a topic a subject um and and we didn't 
you know, we didn't know about this until a couple of years ago. Um, but the internet industry emits the same amount of carbon emissions as the aviation industry. Mm. And if you think right. about it, as a society, we're very, um, for want of a better word, we're very comfortable with the fact that, or, or we, we understand that the aviation industry is, is very polluting. And we know that that is a problem. But when do we ever talk about the fact that the internet is just as bad? And actually, though, those figures around how it was the same as the avi aviation industry, that was prior to the pandemic. Mm. But if you think about now, how much we've all shifted to remote working, online meetings. Mm. Actually, whilst there's been savings in regards to um, not driving as much, the internet has become even more impactful on the environment. And it's, it's not even just from a business perspective. If you think about what you do from a day-to-day -day life, social media you're watching the tv that you're streaming the online shopping that you're doing the the internet message the whatsapp messages you know all of that stuff is adding up and that's why it's it's such a big issue because we are using the internet as though it's just a free and easy resource and actually when we every time we use the internet we're using power and that power has to be generated generally largely by burning fossil fuels and that's where mm. the impact comes from and so it's really what, what, what we're on a mission to do here at Kakadu is to really raise awareness of this issue um, and, and let people know that, you know, we need to start having this conversation around digital sustainability because it is a real issue. Um, and currently we're not talking about it. So, yeah, so that's that's it yeah. in a nutshell, really. Yeah, well, uh, look, you know, Internet, Wi-Fi, it's sort of like a... I suppose you don't understand how it works, okay? There's a modem and beyond the modem, like nothing exists does it you know it's just the you know I get the internet from there yeah. <laughs> you don't think about actually what goes on beyond and what powers it and things like that so uh on your website you're talking about doing a cleanup how do you do a digital uh cleanup or yeah. the carbon cleanup so so it's being really mindful about what you're using and also what you're storing because there's a there's another big thing in regard to um the internet in that we store so much stuff if you if you think about how many photos you've maybe got on the cloud or how oh, many files photos. you've got saved yes how many files you've got saved in a dropbox or a google drive or all of all of that stuff that we store whilst it says it's in the cloud it's not up there floating around you know this stuff is stored on servers and these servers are in industrial warehouses and if you think about the fact that these servers are running 24 7 24 24 7 and they are huge if you think about how hot your computer gets when it's been running for a while now imagine huge industrial warehouses full of servers running 24 7 imagine the amount of heat that that produces mm -hmm. and then you need climate control systems to manage that heat all of it is just so energy intensive so the less we store the less the, the fewer servers we need, the less energy we need. So it's being really mindful about do a digital spring clean. You know, when you spring clean your, your business or your home or whatever it is, do a digital spring clean as well. And alongside that, it's being really mindful about what you're doing. So from a personal perspective, how many of you will sit at home watching TV, but then still be scrolling on the internet? You know, do one or the other. Mm. It's, we've got so much going on. Do one or the other. Choose a, a, something and do it. Don't store lots of emails. Um, there's obviously one big one is switching to renewable energy. And another big thing that a lot of people don't talk about is the websites that we're building, creating, using. And they equally have a huge impact because, again, every web page you view needs, needs power 
to, to display on a device. And therefore, the larger the page, the heavier the page, the bigger the file size, the more mm. data it needs to deliver, therefore, the more power it needs. So again, a big thing that's, again, part of our, our mission is sustainable web design and being really conscious of when we're building websites for companies, making sure that they've got the smallest carbon footprint possible. And then alongside that, making sure that they're hosted with, with green green um, hosting providers. So. Yeah, there's there's a lot to it. I, I do a yeah. hour workshop on how to reduce your your digital carbon footprint, but it's just being really really mindful and just understanding that everything we do on the internet has an impact. So the less we can do, the smaller the footprint. Yeah, you sort of like blown this thing open to me. I always <laughs> thought the internet was pretty clean, and you know, okay, granted, I wasn't thinking all the files are sitting up there in the in the clouds, but Oh Jesus! All the mm-hmm. things that it's storing and all those emails. I thought, oh, I don't mind. Yeah, I've got fifty thousand emails sitting there in the background. Oh, I might access them one day. I shouldn't get rid of it. <laughs> but years and years ago, I was actually told. No, I, I, someone shared with me. wasn't telling me this, but um, it was something to something along the lines of, "Well, back in the old days, we clean our desk every now and then. It had papers everywhere. We would go through and clean and throw the papers away and clear up our desk." But how often do you do that even with your laptop, with your computer? Like I've really, I've got documents and things from way back when I first started in the holiday rental industry, 2006, I've probably still got booking forms on my computer. (laughs) It might be in Dropbox by now. I don't know. But that's still archived. You know, it's stored. It's still there. Yeah. Now you're making me feel bad because I've got like 100,000 photos stored there too. And it was like, oh my God, here I am thinking I'm clean and, Mm-mm. But, <laughs> I, but think... I think that's the thing I think I, I think because the internet is so integrated into our daily lives it's such a part of what we do all day every day mm. that it doesn't it doesn't feel bad I mean I know we're conscious of the impact that social media has on people's mental you know we, we're aware of certain issues with the internet but the physical use of it we we just don't see it as being an issue because it's something yeah. that we do all day every day yeah um but don't don't feel like you're the worst. You know there are plenty of other people just <laughs> like you. You are not in the minority, but that's part of getting this message out there. Yeah. Because if every single person just deleted a megabyte of data, you know, if you think if you extrapolate that across the billions of people using the internet, mm. that is a huge impact. Mm. So we we could all do something. Maybe one day you say, right, okay, I'm going to go through this folder on my computer and clear all that out. Maybe the next week you choose another folder and you clear that out. Just like we were saying earlier on, mm. taking it a step by step, everything mm. we do to reduce that usage, it all adds up. It's all yes. positive. And and then we wonder why, okay, I'm going to buy a new laptop now. Oh, I need bigger storage. Because you're just lugging all the old storage, all the old files and things that you haven't looked at for years and years. And it's like... Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I like, look, I like this podcast because, you know, brings awareness to things and this is a really good one. Okay. <laughs> wow. Clean up, digital cleanup. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, you forget about these huge servers that are running the internet and, you know, even, I didn't even think about the heat. Mm-hmm. It's just made me think because I wonder if there's a way that they can harness that heat and do something with it. But there's there's a lot that's being done to try and make these server server centers more sustainable. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, everything we do 
has an impact just yeah. just us i mean us having this conversation right now has mm. an impact mm. um so it's it's yes there's ways we can make things more sustainable and and reduce the impact but also we need to we need to reduce our usage of things as well yeah um it's the whole reduce reuse recycle conversation you know it's reduce reuse clean up type thing yeah so, yeah yeah. Look, you know, you touched on earlier on and, and something that I really, really love. It's about being mindful about what you buy. Mm-hmm. I, I've been doing that for the last 15 years. I've been a digital nomad, so I'm not collecting anything because I just move <laughs> around with a suitcase or now I'm moving around with like three suitcases. I'm staying put here for now. But it is being mindful about what you buy and what you bring into your home and things mm-hmm. like that and just, you know, stockpiling stuff you don't need, mm-hmm. which ends up in landfill one day. Um and then now being mindful of the internet and what's being stored and what you're using it for and how you're using it. So this is something else now that we have to be aware of and mindful yeah. of. And I think it's really, really interesting and important because we do take it for granted. It is really just something do. that's part of our lives and who's ever given that a second thought about it being clean or not? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just, I mean, it, it, don't get me wrong, it's an amazing industry it's amazing piece of technology it's it's opened up so many opportunities and there are so many positives to it I I mean you're in Australia I've got a sister who lives in Australia I've got family in New Zealand you know I've got family all over I get to stay connected to those people so much easier thanks to the internet um we get to reduce our carbon footprint as a business by having meetings online you know there are some real benefits to it but the big the big thing with it is it's just been allowed to just grow and grow and grow and grow unchecked and we can't allow it to keep going in that direction we have to start being really conscious of what we're doing with it what we're storing what we're accessing how we're building stuff online all of that stuff because if we're not careful it will just become just a behemoth and it will just become so out of control yeah um that it will just yeah it, it we just have to be conscious of what we're doing with it yeah and it is out of control, unfortunately. I've got too much stuff on my laptop. The whole the whole thought of starting to clean up my laptop. Mm. One folder <laughs> at a time. <laughs> okay, that'll be the tagline for this one. One folder at a time. Small steps. Exactly. Small steps, big change. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, I think we'll start wrapping up for now. Is there anything more you want to add about the digital footprint? Because I know that we do have a few more subjects that we'll... Um, discuss in some future episodes but anything more with the digital footprint I, I would say have, a, have to take some time give yourself an afternoon and really just look at what you've got stored mm. look what you've got stored look at what you're using and see where there are opportunities to reduce that to to, to um, bring that down and to reduce that impact mm. um another subject I know we've talked about T- tapping into this later on but it's in regards to web- websites and sustainable web design mm. um, if you've got a website Make sure you st- you subscribe to this this podcast because we'll talk about this later on. Because websites, especially as a business, there is there's some really dirty, carbon intensive websites out there, and actually, quite often the travel industry can be a big player in that. And the reason mm. being, um, it's very reliant on on high quality images and videos, um, and they are two big issues with, with digital sustainability. Um, but we can talk about that in more detail at another time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for this for this topic, for this talk today, I would definitely say, just take some time, have a look through your emails, have a look through your folders, have a look at what you're storing, your Google Drives and all the rest of it, and see what you can do to bring that that level of, of storage down. Mm. And, and it's stop- potentially save you money. 
Yeah, you but and also them? stop scrolling. Turn <laughs> off the TV. Yeah. Read a book. Read yeah, a book. Go out, go out for a walk. Read a book. <laughs> Have a conversation with a friend. Exactly. I was going to say, talk to the neighbours. Talk. <laughs> Oh, the lost art of having a conversation <laughs> face-to-face. <laughs> oh, Kaylee, thank you so much for your time today. It's been, oh, it's been interesting. Now we've got to get rid of the guilt and start doing a bit of a clean-up. No guilt. <laughs> no guilt. Because now you know, just do something about it. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for your time and uh, stay tuned. Kaylee will be back for another episode. I will put the link for Kakadu Creative down uh, in the description below. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and were at least a little bit inspired. If you'd like to catch up on the other episodes that you've missed, just head to thegreenpathpodcast.com. See you next time.